welcome to Illuminating Anorexia. This is Michelle Sparks and this is a podcast for anyone who is struggling with anorexia or other disordered eating self and body issues. You know, I was, uh, yeah, kept awake last night just thinking about the person at the end of my voice. And the truth is I don't know where you're at in your journey with an eating disorder. But I found myself really thinking about the person who is right now in the middle of anorexia. You are sliding down the scales or you are in that arena where you are really feeling so bound and controlled by what is going on in your life. I want to just start by reading you the preface, a poem I wrote at the beginning of the book I wrote on my own journey through anorexia. And you know, I wrote that book thinking of you because, anyway, let me just read it and I'll go from there. A hurting heart in a lonely place, nameless friend, I see your face, the anguish inside as you struggle to know why the tables have turned. Where did freedom go? You began with such hope, so sure to succeed, but the stakes got higher. You were dying to please. Now you walk the treadmill and despair fills your heart. You can't see the finish and you've lost sight of the start. If I had a candle, I'd light it for you to warm your cold heart and to help see you through because I know the despair when you're chained to that wheel. But I walk free now from the bondage you feel. And if I had a wish, I'd wish this for you, that the path out of darkness would shine bright for you. So, that's why illuminating anorexia and other eating disorders. But right now, I just want to focus on the person who is in that battle with anorexia, And it is such a tough battle and it is a battle for your life. And there's so many things I would like to say to you, but the biggest is that you deserve to live. You deserve to take up space. You do not have to prove your worth. You do not have to justify your existence. And it would be, I know what a lonely place that can be. And it would be a great honor and a privilege to have the opportunity to be one other voice in your life that is speaking against the barrage of punitive, abusive voices that are going on inside you right now. I strongly urge you to be in treatment. If you're not, you really need to be. This is a battle for your life. And, um, you know, I'm I'm really curious to know if there is anyone listening who is in that space, in that anorectic space, because my experience is that when you're first on that downward spiral, you feel pretty good. You feel like you are in control, that you are taking things in hand, that you are making a difference. You know, the strategies that you've got going on feel like they're making you a better person and you're starting to feel better about yourself, more valuable, more in control, but with time the wheels fall off because the solution is one that can never work. It is an understandable but misguided solution to the problem of painful self-experience. 
And, you know, I really am curious to know if there's anyone out there who has anorexia, who is in that battle right now, and you are listening. Because the, the story I wrote covers a very long period of my life from healthy weight to anorectic low weight to I went then through Ednos, I doubled my weight after I came out of hospital. I mean, my whole journey is in that book. And for that reason, depending on where you are at in your struggle with an eating disorder, you know, I just really want to help you. And one of the things I'm very aware of is that it's very hard to let go of that way of being if you don't have another alternative if there is not someone who is kind of making sense to you and understanding where you're at and why you're behaving in the ways you're behaving and I believe in fact you know I really wrote that book Illuminating Anorexia with you in mind but I'm also mindful I think the book would be very helpful to you right up to you know when I'm in hospital and I'm battling with the voices I think the book would be very helpful to you I think it would help articulate a problem that right now you are not able to articulate I think it could throw light on some of the many factors superficial and deeper factors surface issues that are triggering you and deeper issues in the way that you have you know seen and done life we all have different stories different experiences and some appear on the surface to be worse than others but you know appearances can be deceiving and um, yeah there's more to say on all of this but the point is I'm just thinking of you the person right now who is struggling with anorexia and I want to speak to you I want to be a voice that can counter that other voice, those voices that berate you and uh, just abuse you and have you doing things that really in your heart of hearts you don't want to do. You feel bound and driven and compelled to act in ways that you don't even understand to starve and to, you know, I remember looking at my family and going, God, I could see that, that my behavior was starting to take a real toll on my family and it was so... Oh, so painful to me because, you know, long story short, part of my anorexia was very much an attempt to stop feeling like I was a burden on my family. And, you know, I didn't get to that space. I didn't even start anorexia feeling that way. What I have discovered is that once you get on this path of restricting food and you, you know, how good is good enough, it's never good enough, so you go get further and further on this path you find yourself going down a rabbit warren and all of a sudden you find yourself in a place you never expected to be and you're out of control of your life you were in control you felt like you were winning the game and then you find yourself in a place where you are no longer winning the game you feel out of control you feel driven to obey the dictates of this very accusing annihilating destructive voice in your head and um, I pull back the covers on that voice in my book and I think that could be a really good thing for you to have a look at as well. There is a number free edition of the book on my website illuminatinganorexia.com and um, you know when I first wrote the book and published it in 2012 I think I just went too broad. I just had a desire to illuminate 
the journey into and out of anorexia and I went through not just anorexia that was where I first went but I went from there in hospital at 15 and then I doubled my weight when I came out of hospital I was really traveling in a time of great darkness and um, there was no light no understanding on that journey and it was very difficult very painful for both myself and those around me and I think that's what has given me this passion to try and uh, short circuit that for other people I mean you will have your own story and your own journey but my goodness if there is a way to bring light on some of those areas of darkness so that you don't have to struggle around lost in the dark like I was for years then let that light shine I really pray that and I, I mean that with all my heart because anorexia has the highest mortality rate of any mental illness and you know I used to sort of feel really annoyed at the at the term that anorexia was a mental illness because I felt like you know how I got to that space which was certainly my thoughts were irrational my behavior was very unhealthy but I didn't start there I started in a very innocent place and I bet you did too I bet you started in a place that didn't feel you just never expected to be where you're at so I don't want to get lost here I mean there's so much to say I'd love to hear from you I'm particularly interested to know if there are people listening to this podcast that are right now struggling with anorexia and what your questions are you can email me at michelle at illuminating anorexia you can follow me on Twitter at Mish Sparks, that's M-I-C-H-E underscore Sparks, S-P-A-R-K-E-S. You know, there's things I definitely know I have that can help you. I think there's a download on my website of the first number of chapters of the book I wrote. And um, I would definitely encourage you to look at the number free edition. I never included numbers in the original edition to uh, be triggering. That was never my intention. I just felt that um, as I wrote that story and it covered such a long period of time and my weight went from normal to very low weight to very high weight and then it sort of dovetailed back into a more normal range. But that happened over such a period and, and my thinking and what was going on in my life was so tied up with how I was doing the numbers that I felt like it was, a, it was really good to um, illuminate that journey and that book, that first book I wrote, the original edition, is probably most suitable for carers, um, both personal carers, mums and dads, and also professional carers or friends that want to understand what is this journey. I have had people who have been in the early stages of recovery reading that um, original edition, and they have found it really helpful as well. It's shone light. You know, one of them said it shone light into areas that she'd just been grappling with for ages and she'd wish she'd read it earlier in her recovery journey. But I would not recommend that book to anyone who is going to be um, influenced or competitive with the numbers. That's just not the case. Look, I've got to tell you, uh, you are fighting a losing battle if you think numbers can legitimize your value or make you safe. They present that way. You know, you feel like life becomes so small and it becomes a matter of just um, controlling calories and kilograms. Your life expands. Your thoughts are consumed in that arena. 
but part of that is the starvation process. I talk about that in the book as well. Um, I think it is a really helpful book. One girl who's 18 and um, was just out of hospital herself, she read the number free edition and she said that it was perfect for her place in recovery. So she was wanting to recover. So that's an important point. But she said it was perfect for her place in recovery. And she really, she said she knew that if she had read it three years earlier, in other words, when she was 15, she believed it would have helped her avoid hospitalization altogether. Now that's her words. And, um, you know, that's Christy Mattia. I've got permission to use her name. And, um, but Everyone's different. So what I've done on my website is just make available the first number of chapters, including one that is called A Word About Numbers. And I talk about the numbers. And um, let me just see if I can find something that I said there with respect to that. Because, you know, I was actually seeing a really beautiful young girl, Beck. She was 21. And I was seeing her in counselling and... You know, when she let me know that she could not read a book containing body weight and BMI numbers, and my book doesn't, you know, the original version doesn't contain many, but um, I just thought, okay, I just know that I need to write an edition of this book without them, and so that's what I do. I did. But I've said here um, in my preface about a word about numbers, the truth is I believe an eating disorder, and anorexia in particular, is a story about numbers, a quest to legitimate one's value with numbers, a quest to make oneself safe by controlling the numbers. It's an understandable response to the problem of painful self-experience, but it doesn't work because it's built on a lie. Our value cannot be measured by a number and controlling calories and kilograms will never make us secure. This solution will lead us further away from the, our very, our desired goal of feeling comfortable in our skin at peace and at ease within ourselves. With time, we will find ourselves at the mercy of a ruthless and demanding taskmaster, the anorectic voice, who is never satisfied. There's more to say on this subject, but I believe illumination is the key and the first step on the path to recovery. Because until we can see the nature of the battle in which we are engaged, we will not be in a position to consider our alternatives. We'll be fighting in the dark. Many of us will become exhausted and despairing. Some of us won't or haven't made it. And you know, that is the devastating truth of anorexia. You are worth your life. You are worth, you know, oh, with all my heart, if I could reach through this podcast and just look you in the eye and with all my heart just speak to your heart and say hey you deserve to live you deserve to take up space the way you are dealing with the pain in your life right now isn't working and it cannot work and I believe that if you can start to see that it gives you the option to start to consider alternatives. That's why I think illumination is so important. Look, I could go on and on, and um, I want to keep each podcast brief, but I'll leave, you know, I'm just trying to think, how will I wrap this up, this particular podcast? I'm doing this just off the cuff. You know, I have been a perfectionist. That's been my anorectic background and tendency, but I don't really want to do that because if I try and be perfectionistic on this point, I will never put this out there and you know I spent a long time writing the book I wrote because you know I was waiting to get it perfectly right to perfectly understand it all but you know what 
I wish I'd put stuff out there way earlier. And I did. I spoke. I spoke to people and university students and school students and parents. And, and you know, I was doing a lot of work. I've done a lot of work in the arena over the last 20 years. But, um, you know, I love what my mentor in podcasting says, Sam Crowley. He says, you know, you don't got to get it right. You just got to get it going. And I think if we can just start the conversation and that will help me point you in the direction of resources and people that can help you. But if you're listening tonight, it's tonight where I am, um, I would suggest you go to my website and download the first number of chapters of my book. Just see if they resonate for you. If they do, great. You can go on and um, buy that from Kindle version, Kindle version or whatever from Amazon. Um, and I think that will really help you probably start to think about this in ways that perhaps you haven't and if you've got some questions for me, hit me up, michelle at illuminatinganorexia.com or follow me on Twitter, give me your feedback, rate the show, I'd love you to subscribe. I will be putting stuff up every week. I'm going to start off with um, a bunch of podcasts simply to um, put some information up there that you can listen to and see, is this a platform that can be helpful to you? I believe it can be. And with your feedback, I'd like to make it really helpful. Um... I'm just thinking about the other people who are listening who are not in the middle of anorexia. You are probably in a much safer position to read my book in terms of, um, you know, I just know that when the wheels fall off and you start to feel like you're not in control anymore, which certainly happens when you start to move into Ednos or binge eating or bulimia, people in that area really start to reach out for help because you can see that what you're doing is not taking you in the direction you want to go. So... Uh, by all means, you should jump on my website, download the uh, free excerpt, have a read, see if that speaks to you, and get in touch with me. So, love to, you know, meet you back here, same place, whenever it suits you. That's the marvellous thing about this podcast. It's portable, you can take it with you, and uh, tell your friends if there's people there that will, you know, benefit from listening to this as well, let them know. Uh, really want to make a difference. So thanks for your time and I will see you next time or I'll talk to you next time. And in the meantime, travel well.